I'm Jackie from Cape Town in South Africa. Andre from Brisbane. I'm Ben Wally from Botswana. Jim Panton from Edinburgh in Scotland. I'm Lisa Bricknell from Christchurch, New Zealand. Nick Kedinji from Nairobi, Kenya. I'm Viggy from Tel Aviv in Israel. I'm Andy from Vancouver, Canada. This is Harish from Bangalore in India. I'm Brigitte Seiperstein from Frucht, the Netherlands. I'm Dougie Nisbet from Durham in the UK and you're listening to Run with Coach Parry. You're listening to Run with Coach Parry. As you've heard, my name is Brad. It's great to have you with us and it's another one of our Fly on the Wall 101 coaching calls today and uh, the guest is Taryn Allwright and she joins us. Uh, Coach Lindsay Parry with us once again as well. Taryn is a member of the Coach Parry Online Training Club. She's been training with us for a good few months now and uh, today we're going to be finding out a little bit about her running journey, how she got started. We're going to be talking about how to deal with the doubts leading into uh, a goal race, the two weeks where you start your taper and you start thinking, have I done enough? Uh, Am I ready? Can I reach my goal? We're going to be talking about that. Uh, And then we're also going to be looking at why it's better to go into uh, a goal race being slightly underdone as opposed to overdone and a whole lot more. We're going to be talking about goal setting uh, as well as a pacing strategy for a 225 to 220 half marathon. So that's all coming up on today's podcast. If you haven't checked out uh, the new Ask Coach Parry podcast, feed yet please do just search for ask coach parry podcast in the podcast player you're listening to uh the response has been phenomenal and i also we're doing it on that podcast and i thought we'll do it here too if you haven't left us a rating or review yet on the podcast player you listen to please do uh, we're going to give away three months access to the coach parry online training club uh, to someone who leaves us a review for this podcast as well so all you need to do is leave us a review and i'll announce the winner in a couple of weeks time from now so if you haven't left us one yet what it does is it just really helps us get in front of more people and more runners just like you Uh, those reviews are really important and it's a way for you to sort of give something back to us if you'd like to support us as a business uh, if you get great value out of these podcasts that's one way you can do it It doesn't cost you anything and it really helps us uh, in a big way so please uh, do consider doing that and i'll announce the winner uh, in a few weeks from now enough of me let's get straight into our call with taryn and coach parry Hi, Taryn. Um, awesome to have you on one of our Coach Perry coaching calls. How are you doing this morning? Great. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. It's nice to be here. Uh, that's always always a pleasure. So, Taryn, tell us a little bit about your, your running background. What got you into running? What motivates you? And um, yeah, what is the, the ultimate goal? Um, I think the main reason I got into running is because I suffer quite severely from FOMO. Um, everyone around me had started running and I tried it out and yeah, you get hooked. I mean, it's, um, something that's pretty addictive and it's, I think I've been running probably about on and off for about 10 years now. Oh, brilliant. Okay. So at the moment you're running once a week. Um, and no, I'm running about four times a week. Okay, right. Sorry, I just pull that off your 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 question. So four times a week plus, um, sorry, that's not one. That says I run and do Pilates. Apologies. Uh, okay, so 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 you've been training on and off for the last uh, ten years. Tell us some of the some of your your running achievements. Um, I think what I've enjoyed the most over the last few years is, is joining your program and taking the pressure off by, uh, you know, someone telling you to run slower is, um, something I've really, really enjoyed. Um, it's gotten me through some of those barriers where I think I just can't anymore. And, you know, like I said, taking that pressure off and just running a bit slower 
has um, changed a lot of the, 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 the mind, the head training, <laughs> as I like it's, to call it. It essentially made it more enjoyable. Um, Absolutely. You're not getting no, to the end of each, each session exhausted. Exactly. And, and that's been, and like over the last few years, that's been the one thing that's actually made the biggest difference. Okay. Awesome. And how, how long have you been a part of Coach Perry? Uh, since November. So I joined um, in November as, you know, with the 12 week program in mind. And then Sunday is my goal race. Oh, awesome. So I'm hoping that it all pays off. <laughs> cool. So we're definitely going to talk about that uh, before okay. the end of before the end of this. Um, when and and then when when did you run your your ten kilometer PB of one hundred and one? That was uh, at the Irene CSI. So that was probably about September September last year. So yeah, okay, brilliant. So that's a that's yeah. a that's that's a pretty reasonable time in terms of your actual goal. I mean that that does point to you having the ability of running uh, around about two fifteen to two seventeen. Um, so that's that the goal. <laughs> from that point of view, we, we we are looking pretty good. So that uh, two twenty four PB will hopefully be falling soon. Okay, well that's brilliant. Uh, really? um, we we. It's always nice when we can uh, look at the the metrics and say, yes, we are, are indeed capable of our goal. You've been following a sub two and a half hour 21K program on the Coach yes. Perry site. So hopefully you've got some questions uh, both about the race and about um, the training. So you've got a good couple of minutes now so take advantage of that opportunity and ask me anything running related that you've been wondering Perfect. while you're out on the road <laughs> yeah. um i think first of all for for this one i've stuck to it as much as i can obviously being you know it was over december so some of the the strength training that i usually do a pilates or a yoga class for was not available to me so i sort of that was up to me to do and then some of that I didn't get to. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just feeling a little bit nervous for Sunday. I hope that I've done enough. Um, I've followed it probably about 90 to 95%. Um, and so it's felt great and I've been enjoying it a lot. So I think I just hope that I've done enough. I think it's my head that's not in the game. <laughs> Look, we, we always get, as we approach race day, we get that little... Um, picking in the back of our brain, especially because mm. in the last two weeks we are running um, less and less. Yes. We start to question how fit we actually are and, and have we done yeah. enough. And no matter what race you train for in your life, you're invariably going to wish you just had a, a little bit more time to train. And mm -hmm. honestly, that's a much better feeling and, and, and it gives you a much better chance of success than the opposite, which is I'm tired, I'm desperate to taper, and I've done too much training. So we always okay. want to do slightly too little. Um, always have to be careful when I say that because then some people will, will, will take advantage of that. Not, but you do, yeah, not you, you really do want to be a little bit too little than, than a little bit too much. It's, it's the better side. That's to, 
make make yeah. make make a mistake on. Um, and as for for the rest, I mean, I, one of the things I always try to to impress upon people is that a single training session will not be the difference between success or failure. So missing okay. the odd session here and there. So you tell me you've done 90 to 95%, then you have done enough. You've pretty much okay. followed the program pretty well. Yeah. So, so I think you can be confident that you have a really good chance of achieving the goal you've set for yourself. Okay. Okay. That's good to hear. Um, I think another thing that I've, I've been going back and forth on is nutrition. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, up until about a month ago, I was doing the, you know, Coke and water on the race. Um, you know, a bit of Pranutra and a banana, that sort of thing. I've been trying to switch it up the last, I would say about um, four weeks. I've been trying to switch it up and do a high fat, low carb thing, which hasn't, uh, it's actually been pretty good for me. I haven't felt too many of the effects uh, running. Um, so I haven't had any Coke during the, I've just stuck to water and um, nut butters and maybe a banana during the longer runs. I'm not sure what your opinion is and what, so, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I really to, don't know what to do. To, to fuel high performance exercise, um, mm. the, you need carbohydrates. It's like, it's, it's essentially, um, the difference between putting um, unleaded 93 and high octane fuel into a Ferrari. Okay. Um, okay. But, but in terms of your general uh, lifestyle, health, and even doing like endurance exercise, the, the, the high fat, low carb, it, it really can work and it can work well particularly the mm -hmm. further you go and the lower the intensity of the exercise is, is for the duration of that exercise. Yeah. Again, if you moved in into the realm of, of you know, you really get into running and enjoy it and it starts to get to this point where you're driving yourself to towards like sub 45 tens and, and sub, sub one, one forty. 21s and that that sort of thing you get to a point where you are going to have to fuel those efforts mm. using carbohydrates so and I, I do work with with quite a few people who are high fat low carbers and what i find is that we can still feel in exercise carbohydrates as we need them and and potentially also in the in the in the real recovery period so um the other side is that for something like a half marathon, two hour ish of exercise, we really don't need loads of of stored energy because sorry, we don't need loads of extrageneous energy, stuff that we take mm -hmm. in because we do have enough stored energy. Okay. So the fact that you're using things like nut butters, um, the fact that you use things like bananas, if you added things like dates. Um, into that mix, you will then be getting enough carbohydrates to fuel the kind of exercise that you're doing. Uh, okay. And one of the important things that you've already said is that you do actually feel quite good on this type of eating. Mm. Um, mm. 
and you aren't having any negative effects during exercise like hitting low energy um, feeling no, weak. Not at all. So yeah. from that point of view, I'm, I'm quite happy. And, and again, especially because your focus is up to the 21. Nutrition yeah. isn't, it's, it's really not as critical as it is, say, for a marathon and an and a ultra. And you are experimenting on your longer runs anyway with using yeah. um, nut butters, which are excellent, uh, bananas, which are, are really good in a decent form of a medium medium glycemic sugar. Um, and so as you went along, if you decided to go longer, as you went along, you would have to experiment. And the one thing that people are fearful of when they are on these high-fat, low-carb diets is that, well, what happens now if I do take sugar on a run? If you need carbohydrates and you, and you drink Coke or Powerade because you are starting to run low on energy on a run, yeah. It's yeah. just going to make you feel good because the sugar is going to make you feel good. And obviously, yeah. once you finish the race, you'll just go back to your um, okay. normal eating uh, low-carb, low, okay. low high-fat. Yeah. Okay, cool. So that, that's a good tip, actually. So if I have a bit of a dip during a run, just have a Coke on the next water point and it, Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look, the one um, the one thing about that that I must say is that once that process starts, then you'll have to just quite regularly it. top that up. Yeah. But but yeah, you yeah, won't yeah. have any any you won't have any more ill effects than having no energy. That's for sure. That's yeah. about as bad as it'll be. Okay. Okay. Now that's fair enough. But that actually brings me to my next question. So from here, once this is once I've um, finished the race on Sunday, my next goal is in three, three week, uh, sorry, three months is to um, do the Wally Hayward 10K in under an hour. And then I'd like to then uh, aim for Cape Town Marathon. It'll be my first marathon. Um, and it'll be my first, hopefully my first sub hour 10K. Yes. So those are my goals for the, for the year. So I'm, I'm extremely confident that you'll go under an hour for Wally Hayward. In fact, I feel mm. that uh, I, I reckon we'll, we'll see how the 21 goes and then we can work yeah. out a, a more accurate um, number for you or to target. But I, yeah. I, I, from, from your history and, and looking at, at where you are now, my gut tells me that you're probably around between 55 and 57 minutes is what you you should get to on on Wally, um, and, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and I'm I'm extremely confident that by October you will mm. be comfortably under five hours. Uh, you know, again, to, to, I wouldn't put a number on it yet. We we can do that mm. later, but but you you'll be comfortably under five hours for for a marathon. Okay. Yeah, and I suppose nutrition-wise, that'll that'll change. But we can talk about that when the time. Yeah, comes look for up. for the marathon, you'll have to start putting some strategies in place. But but it's it will be it'll be about just seeing if the, or how often you need to take a nut butter and how often you need a banana. And obviously, bananas you, you're not going to carry five bananas. So it'll be a, then a question of okay, well if the what else can we try that's a little bit easier to carry, that's more natural, that is slightly uh, lower glycemic sugars. Um, you know, not that that makes a huge difference while you're running, but it's just things that you will be comfortable with on your palate that you'll look forward to eating. That's okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I think I think the last question I've got is just about what to do. Okay, so I've got a plan until May because that'll be that'll take me to Wally Haywood. What do I do then in between then and October? Um, what sort of program should I be following? Is there a, a bridge program that I should look there, look at? There, there will be a lot of time. So just in terms of physical weeks, so Wally's the third of May. Um, yeah. So they're in they're in excess of twenty weeks. Um, so I would probably go on to another twenty one k program um, again, based on what your your time is on the ten k. This twenty one plus the ten k, where you end up. I would either look at going on to a um, another twenty one and seeing how much we can improve your twenty one k time by. Or we could split up into slightly shorter things and do another 10 or a 5 or a combination of those things. So you'll have quite a lot uh, of, of options. Um, but what I always tell people is that your biggest sort of force multiplier of improvement is being consistent over a long period of time. So we mm. would definitely need to then find you an, an, another goal, something that makes you excited to keep you on a nice structured program so that you do essentially have one more stepping stone between that and going on to yeah, exactly. program. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, should I then just do that and then only concentrate on actual marathon training 12 weeks before? Yeah. 12 to 16 weeks. So again, because of the level that you will be at, we won't necessarily need to target a 21. That's another 12 weeks away. You know, we, we, we would be able to look at the, the oh, gotcha. and, and look at either six or even eight weeks away and then start with that marathon program. Um, and even once you start on the marathon program, we would also be able to look at sticking in a 10 and a 21 along the way that you still look forward to a few races that is not just one race, 16 to 20 weeks. Into yes. the Okay, so then I guess just to keep in touch and yep. yeah, and then stay, just chat to you. Stay in, yeah. stay in the forums because what I, another thing that I, I always tell people is that essentially you get out of this program what you put into it. You know, the more the more you ask us, the more you learn, the better you get. So you know, you obviously you've got your little app and you can follow your program and if you don't have anything to ask you don't have anything to ask but really to get the value it's to get into the forums um, ask the questions learn as much as you yeah. can yeah and it has been incredibly helpful so i've yeah i've tried to make use of it um as far as strength in between uh, running days goes I, I do a pilates class and a yoga class tuesdays and, and thursdays is that enough um, they are quite intense, and it's not beginners' classes. But so the, your... odds, the, the answer is yes. I mean, I, I, um, Pilates and yoga are, are slightly different. They achieve some of the same outcomes, um, slightly different focuses, but both of them are really excellent and complementary to running. Uh, and, yeah. and look, it always boils down to personality for me. I, I don't have a, a, a thing where I go that being in a gym is better strength training for running than doing mm. Pilates and yoga. Pilates and yoga do a lot of the right type of strengthening. And, and as you've just said, it is challenging. 
I think if you got to a point where Pilates was no longer challenging, then it would be debatable whether a different kind of strength would be better because you may also at that point be absolutely strong enough for purpose. And then do you need to be stronger? I mean, that's a question we have to answer at the time. So I think for now it is challenging. The type of strengthening that you are doing there is complementary to running. So you, you don't need to go finding more hours in your day to do more stuff. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, that answers all my questions. Thank you. Cool. Absolute pleasure. Great to chat and good luck for Sunday. Um, Thank you. you. Are you running Johnson Crane? Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay, excellent. So I, I want to just leave you with the last bit of advice then for the weekend. So the nice thing about Johnson Crane is that it, it it's not pancake flat, but it is fairly flat. So it allows for a really nice um, even effort of, of pacing. So you are aiming to run at roughly 623 per kilometer. Sure. That, okay. That, that is, that's your range. 623.24 around there is going to get you to 2.15. Um, okay. And to get you to 2.20, so just so that you have a, a nice little range in case on the day you do feel a little bit mm -mm. overwhelmed. Um, yeah. Is... 38. So 6.38. So that's kind of your... Your range, yeah. and that'll be 6.15 to 6.20. Um, and you can run that fairly consistently. Like I said, you'll be, there'll be some gradual drags where you'll, you'll slow down 10, 15 seconds a K, and then you'll have okay. some gradual downhills where you'll, where you'll speed up 10, Pick 15 up seconds a K. Yeah. But essentially, it's a nice route for just even effort for, for the 21 Ks. Um, and yeah. you, you, can be, you can be confident that you're capable. So... I think yeah. you're going to do like I'll be really happy if I break, you know, 220. So if yeah. 215 would be even better. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Good luck. Another great call, and I can tell you, uh, we recorded that before Taryn's race, obviously, as you heard, and uh, that race has come and gone, so I can uh, tell you how Taryn went in her 230, uh, sub-230 half marathon attempt. Uh, she was going for a, a sub-225, that's what she was hoping for. Lindsay was quite bullish that she could go uh, under 220, uh, but I can tell you that uh, she did go under 230, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, this is what Taryn posted in the success forum after the race she said just a quick uh, update on how my goal race at Johnson Crane went uh, after our chats I was feeling nervous but ready to aim for a sub 220 but it wasn't to be I know I have it in me so I'll keep striving for it but in the end I ran a very comfortable 227 which is my second best 21k time ever I have to say, it was really a comfortable race. I felt strong, didn't battle too much at all. So yes, probably could have pushed a little bit harder. I think perhaps uh, I was running a little bit too conservatively. Another contributing factor could have uh, slowed my progress down on race day is I made the mistake of keeping up with my yoga and Pilates in the final week of that training program. So in the week leading up to race day, not sure what your thoughts are. Uh, Thursday, Thursday session before the race was extremely tough. Uh, it was a high-intensity-based Pilates class, which left... Uh, 
uh, her legs quite sore and stiff up until race day. I believe I should have tapered better and not done uh, and done, just done some stretching after my runs in the final week rather than continuing with the intense strength training. At the end of the day, I followed the sub 230 half marathon program and got the sub 230, which I'm happy with. I was hoping for better, yes, but what I've learned from you guys over the last 12 weeks is priceless. I cannot wait for the rest of 2020 uh, to see what it has in store. Thank you for your incredible support. Taryn, that is amazing. Well done. And uh, yeah, the answer to that question about the uh, the Pilates, uh, as Shona uh, jumped into the forums, is you are spot on. But hey, that's the way we, we learn these things and you know it for next time. So well done on that sub 230. That's amazing. And we look forward to see how you progress uh, for the rest of the year. Stay in touch in the forum. And we look forward to seeing uh, how you go. Until next time, uh, from myself, Brad Brown, if you'd like to find out more about the Coach Perry Online Training Club, all you need to do is head over to coachperry.com forward slash join.